0: Everyone, this is Lita. Welcome to episode two of the CrossFit Lady podcast. First and foremost, I want to tell you that I set up an email account for the podcast. It is CrossFitLady at gmail.com. and I look forward to getting emails from you with um, ideas, suggestions for future topics that you'd like to hear, and I will also be shooting questions out to you guys and hoping to get your replies via email. So. Again, that email account is uh, crossfitlady at gmail.com. All right. So for today's topic, I wanted to talk about getting started with CrossFit and scaling. So I know that um, I'm speaking to many of you who've probably been doing CrossFit for a while. and um, And so you're familiar with, you know, y- you've had your beginning story, right? You've had your... Uh, experiences just getting started. I know for me personally, and I share this in the first episode that, you know, I was intimidated at first, but then it was something that I really enjoyed and kept coming back to. And, you know, as with anything, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And um, the more you learn, right? It's really that initial walking in the door, that um, fear, you know, getting. Getting over that fear um, or that intimidation to just make it through the door, right? So, some of the excuses that I know are typical are people saying, I'm too old for that, or I am too out of shape. Well, for the first excuse, which is, I'm too old, that really is a terrible excuse because you're, in my opinion, no one's ever too old to do anything. Um, So, that's something that we can quickly dispel. For the second, I'm too out of shape. I think that is where CrossFit um, really—it's just really a wonderful uh, practice because it can lend itself to meet people where they are, and that's when where scaling comes in. So the term scaling for people who are new, and I know you know CrossFit has its own vernacular, right? We have our own vocabulary that when we talk, we understand exactly what we're saying. But new people coming in might not understand what we're talking about. So what scaling means is basically taking, um, modifying a movement. So it just, scaling just means modifying. It means modifying um, the workout to a level that will be appropriate for that individual, depending on, you know, um, their, their ability to to do the the workout. Um, So in, in CrossFit has so many ways to scale all the workouts, that it really is something that any bun can can do. Um, So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Scaling changes the movements, but it preserves the stimulus. So what do we mean by stimulus? So usually a workout is intended to do a couple different things. So it's extended, it's intended to um, create either a strength, you know, build strength. Uh, Maybe it's more of a a cardio type of movement, um, metabolic conditioning is what we call it, something of that nature. So when uh, the coach plans a workout, he might change the movements so that they're slightly different, but that it preserves the stimulus. So if it was meant for um, a metabolic conditioning type of scenario, then they would probably change the movements to... Um, Something similar that you would still get that heart rate going if it was a strength workout, um, then they would probably change it to maybe just decrease the loading on the barbell, uh, maybe have you working with dumbbells so that you're still getting strength, but kind of at a lower level of load. So those are two examples of how they would maintain the stimulus, but um, change the movements. So, also, what I like about um, being a beginner, and this is why I think it's it's great that a lot of um, CrossFit boxes have these classes called on ramp classes, is that you get in and you get the basics of how to do all of the movements um, that you will see in various combinations throughout your time in CrossFit, right? Um, a lot of them are the Olympic lift lifting moves, which for me, again, being new to CrossFit, I had never touched a barbell. I've never done a clean. I've never done a clean and jerk, a snatch. Any of those movements were all foreign to me. And it was great to be part of that beginner's on-ramp class to get the basics of how to move your body, how to be efficient with that movement. And it definitely does not something that comes overnight and, Those classes are typically a few weeks in length. And even during those classes, you're not going to get to perfection. But you're going to become familiar. And I think the main thing is becoming, there's a lot of self-awareness. So becoming very aware of the positioning of your body, the positioning of your stance, all of that is, is super beneficial. So that is where beginners... Um, usually start and again the key for beginners is to work on their mechanics which is their movement and also their consistency so like not just being able to move perfectly for like one or two reps but to be able to move uh, perfectly for you know 10 reps right and be able to to do that so and sustain that So that's where it's really great to be a beginner to to learn right away what the proper movements are, the proper form, and then work on that consistency. How well can you move over the course of five repetitions, 10 repetitions, et cetera? And once you have that, you know, once either you complete your on-ramp class and then you get folded into the regular CrossFit classes, um, then you're with everyone else right you show up you look at your whiteboard the coach has the wad up up there and um and this is where i think people really need to be advocating for themselves i know that you know you might be shy if you're a beginner or just if that's your natural personality however i encourage you to really advocate for yourself and speak up and say hey coach you know what i am um Uh, my back is feeling a little tight today. I, what can you give me to, um, you know, what would you change about this workout? If I'm feeling that my back is tight, my knees are cranky today, whatever the case may be, you let the coach know how you're feeling that day. And, um, and then he'll have a conversation with you. He might ask you some follow-up questions about, you you know, just to assess where you are. And he may come up with several different ideas. Um, I think one of the first things he might work on is the intensity, right? Like how how hard can you work on that particular day? Um, so he might change the intensity of the workout by changing the load, which we kind of talked about before. He might change the amount of weight that you're going to do for that workout. He might change it instead of a barbell. You, he might have you working with dumbbells, right? He might also change the volume if you have to do 20 single unders he might change it to 10 single unders um something of that nature or he might change the speed if he's asking um, people to start you know to run a mile in a certain amount of time he might increase that time for you just so that you can do it at a slower pace um so those are three ways that he would change the intensity of that workout or he might change the volume of the workout right? So if, um, this is something that I play around with a lot too. Um, So he might change the uh, repetitions of of any given movement in a workout, and that would change the volume. So if you have a 100 kettlebell swings um, in a workout, he might ask you to do 50, and he might ask you to pay attention to your form, pay attention to you know the efficiency of you being able to take the kettlebell up from your overhead all the way down in in a very efficient form and those are great ways you know when this is a wonderful thing about scaling is never think of it as a step down or that you're doing less work or that you know it's it's not as good as the rx or even what everybody the majority of the class is doing think of it as an opportunity to really practice the moves and to focus on the mechanics and just be really efficient with your moves so it's a wonderful way to um, do that and I will tell you that by just even doing that I feel sometimes that the movements get harder I feel that you know if you even lower the repetitions but you're very focused on how you do them all of a sudden there is kind of an intensity there that builds and that workout ends up being a lot harder than you than you expected So those are several ways that a CrossFit coach would change the workout and make it so that everyone feels successful, right? We all want to, we, although the the community is wonderful because if you're the last one to finish, you know, everybody really respects your space and and is there and is, you know, we cheer each other on and and all that. At the same time, you don't want to be you know, 20 minutes behind the rest of the class, right? Not even 10 minutes, you know, not even five minutes, like you, you know, you kind of want to be more or less wrapping up in a a reasonable amount of time, along with everyone else. So that all speaks to good scaling, good scaling from your coach, but all you as well, sometimes you might have a coach that um, may not, you know, have some good ideas. So I encourage you to think about what are you know, even before you go to the gym, if you have the opportunity to look at the wad the night before, to kind of strategize for yourself and say, you know, I'm 100 kettlebell swings is a lot for me, especially at 35 pounds. But you know what I can do? I can probably do 75 Russian kettlebell swings that's at eye level. And I could be okay with that, you know, um. so kind of already going with the game plan i will tell you a few things that i do i do a ton of different things um with that particular scenario with kettlebell swings a lot of times you'll see me pick up two different kettlebells a heavy one and a lighter one and i will go to go into the workout and i will do it as prescribed but i like having that option of that you know once I start feeling my shoulder, I do have a cranky shoulder. Once I start feeling that shoulder talk to me, I say, eh, let me let me go ahead and grab my lighter weight one. And it's nice to have that option because you know that you don't have to run to the other side of the gym to get it. It's already there. So I grab it and I finish off the workout with that. Uh, or if I'm doing kettlebell swings where I'm taking the kettlebell all the way overhead and I'm feeling that cranky shoulder, I drop it down to a Russian swing. You know, so I give myself those options. And um, again, that's something that you, you know, I think about ahead of time. You prep because once again, you kind of want to have any, you know, um, options available to you then, you know, be it uh, several different size kettlebells, different dumbbells, uh, different weights for your barbells, all of that stuff so that when you get going, you don't have to think about it. You already know what you're, what you're going to do um what else I want to say oh the biggest takeaway message um so actually two of them so I have a good friend of mine that I really enjoyed um working out with and she had this phrase it said uh live to fight another day right and so what she meant by that is that we were going to work hard we we're going to get into our gym and we were going to you know get the best workout we could but we were going to be smart so that we could come back the next day and so she would say okay let's live to fight another day and that is a message for you you know be smart with your scaling listen to your body that's the second big message listen to your body i have learned this the hard way because i've been injured i tore my acl of my meniscus a few years back and um and even you know, before then and even after that, I've experienced, you know, a few injuries here and there. I suffer from tendinitis that flares up every once in a while. So let me tell you, I've been known to like mid rep, I I've felt like a kind of a weird something going on in, you know, my backside or my back or whatever. And I've been known to just like drop the weight and just done I'm done <laughs> I either don't do that and just wait for the next time or or start on the next movement you know so I'm really I have no shame in just um just listening to those cues your body's telling you hey there's something wrong here and it could be you know it could be anything sometimes I think oh was my form off it could have been uh or maybe it's just your body for whatever way just is tweaked you know it's just something is there it's not right Uh, listen to that, listen to that, you know, don't continue because you could be making the problem bigger. So encourage you to just, um, uh, you know, step away from, from whatever it is you're doing and and go on to the next thing if you can. So remember, live to fight another day, you can come back tomorrow and do better tomorrow. And uh, that's it. So thanks for listening to episode two. I know there was a lot in there about scaling. I think we can never talk about scaling enough. Actually, it's one of my favorite topics because it's, there's so much to it. Um, So I encourage you, maybe this could be our first shout out for emails. If you have a favorite scaling uh, for movement, can you please send that in? I'd love to hear about it. And, um, and yeah, I think this is an ongoing conversation about how we can modify the movements, especially for us who, um, may have uh, working through injuries or just our age is getting, um, wants to get the better of us sometimes, right? So uh, we need to scale a few things. So I am looking forward to getting those emails from you. And until next time, have a wonderful workout. Take care. Bye.